Welcome back to the Everything Property Podcast. Now, today's episode is a little bit different. It's short and it's sweet. Now, the reason for this is I was talking to a friend on the weekend about the New South Wales First Homeowners Grant. Now, they had a couple of questions that I couldn't answer on the spot and I felt obliged to get them the right answers and to do the research. So, I said, look, let me do my research. Let me put it into a podcast form because I know there's a lot of people out there that could benefit from it and as well as getting back to them and being able to provide them with the facts and the results. So today's episode I'm hoping is going to be a short, sharp, quick one to keep you up to date with all the facts and key points regarding the New South Wales First Home Owners Grant. This is a New South Wales government scheme. So the details, the First Home Owners Grant, it consists of a $10,000 grant and it's payable to first home buyers that purchase either a newly constructed or substantially renovated home valued at $600,000 or under. That includes a newly built house, townhouse, apartment, unit, or anything similar that's self-contained. Now, a couple of key points about this particular grant, Grant, I don't know how you say it, don't pull me up on that one. Um, The grant is not available for established homes. So if you're buying an older house on an established block, uh, maybe it's a red brick house or or, or an old weatherboard house, this grant is not available to you. If you're purchasing vacant land uh, and you signed a building contract with a builder to then build a house on that land, what happens is the value of that land and the value of the build price are put together and that total combined cost cannot exceed 750. So very uh, interesting point on that one is it can't exceed 750. Now it is available for people that are purchasing as well off the plan apartments. Now if you're listening diligently, you probably heard me say a substantially renovated home or something newly constructed. Now I didn't, I, the first time I heard this, I was like, Ooh, substantially renovated could be a little bit icky with what does that actually mean, but they have put down some points here to further clarify it. So a substantially renovated home means that most of the home was removed or replaced. So the seller of the home, the builder or a tenant has not lived in that home prior to during or after renovations. It is the first time the home has been sold since the completion of the renovations. Now, if you're buying with a partner, you do not get the grant per person. The grant is paid via each property transaction. If you and your partner buy a new house, you get one of the you get the grant which is $10,000, not $10,000 each. If for any reason you have owned property outside Australia, it's not counted. So if you're one of these people that's, you know, got got a house in the Philippines or America or anywhere like that, it's not counted and you can st- and you can still be eligible for the grant. If you've owned an investment property, and this is a particularly interesting point for the investors in the room. If you have owned an interest in residential property since the 1st of July 2000 that has been solely used for investment purposes, you may be eligible for the grant on another property. So provided that house that you own has only been only ever since the day you bought it has been used for investment purposes you can actually be eligible for this grant that blew my mind i did not know that existed so i'm very happy to be putting it in this podcast and to be telling people now if you have inherited property unfortunately that doesn't count 
and you can't get the grant if you inherit a property. You need to be a buyer or someone that has purchased land and a building. Now, in terms of income, there is no income threshold. So you and your partner combined can earn $100,000 or a million dollars a year and there is no threshold to be going under or over. So rest assured, that's going to be open to everyone. Now, the eligibility of this particular grant is that you must be over 18 years of age and at least one of the owners must be an Australian citizen or permanent resident. Look, additionally as well, another thing worth noting in terms of eligibility is that the first homeowner grant may also be paid in addition to other exemptions and concessions for eligible home buyers. So if you're looking at cashing in at one or a few of these different schemes, and I'm going to be going over most of them in other podcasts, in, in podcasts down the line, you can combine the two together. You can combine some of them together in addition. It's not just one or the other. Particularly interesting to, thing to note is that to be eligible, you have to be buying it as an individual, not a company, not trust, not anything, com- no complicated purchase or structures. You need to be buying it as an individual name and you must not have owned a property anywhere in Australia. So for, for, for contracts that are signed on or after the 1st of July, 2023, so very recently, you must occupy that first home as your principal place of residence within 12 months of the construction or the purchase of your home and the minimum period of occupancy is 12 continuous months. So you need to get in there within a year of buying it or finishing it and you need to stay in there for at least a year. You also must not have owned a property previous before the 1st of July 2000. Now for a house and land package, as I said before, We get the property value, which is the land value plus the building contract, and that cannot exceed $750,000. And also to note is that you may still be eligible for the first homeowner grant if you purchase a residential property after the 1st of July 2000 and didn't live in it for more than six continuous months. So if there's a house you bought after the 1st of July 2000, you didn't live in it for six months, for whatever reason, your circumstances changed and you moved out, you could still be eligible for it. Now you're wondering, how do you apply for such a grant? Well, if you require the grant for settlement or for your first drawdown or progress payment, so that means you're building, you must log your application with the approved agent who is providing you finance. Solicitors as well, we had Melina from Coots on to speak about um, and mention this briefly. Your solicitor should also be picking this up um, and letting you know if you're eligible. But if not, always helps to, after this podcast, if you think you are eligible, ask the question. Now, if you've already completed a purchase or the construction process, you can actually lodge your application via the First Home Owners Grant customer portal. Um, So quick little Google search and then you need to upload some proof of identity documents. Another really interesting thing that the New South Wales government has done is they've produced a home buyer assistance finder is what it's called. It's on the New South Wales government website and it's easy as to check your eligibility for all the programs that are provided by the New South Wales government. So, If you're listening to this and you're thinking, shit, how can I get my hands on that? Just check the show notes. I'm going to chuck the link in the show notes. It's basically a questionnaire to go through your purchasing arrangement, if you're buying, how much it is. 
And by the time you finish that questionnaire, it'll tell you what you're eligible for. It's a long uh, URL, so I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but essentially, if you Google Home Buyer Assistance Finder, let me just check that that's going to work. Yeah, if you, yeah, so that does work. If you just, if you Google Home Buyer Assistance Finder, that tool is a step-by-step process to give you an indication if you're going to be eligible or not. So look, Anytime the government is giving out uh, money to first home buyers, that $10,000, it is a good thing. I'm reading up and as I mentioned, you are able to use it as a drawdown progress payment or for settlement. So you need to get in early and organize that. Um, so it is can be used for a portion of that deposit, especially, you know, 60000 If If people are going in, for a, a five or ten thousand deposit, it is a significant amount for that deposit. One of the uh, funny or interesting things, sort of, to note with this, definitely living in Greater Sydney, is that I know for sure trying to find a house, a freestanding house that's brand new, for six hundred thousand um, dollars, is very, very limited. You're looking at the the outer extremes of Greater Western Sydney around the Western Sydney uh, belt. But look, nonetheless, a, a step in the the right direction, and I'm hope there's hoping there's some people that can um, really put this money to work for them in their situation. Guys, short and sharp one this week. I just wanted to be able to put pen to paper and give the answers to my good friend, but also I know this is going to be valuable for a lot of people out there that are first homeowners and that are looking to buy a $10,000 grant. Definitely nothing to be sneezed at. Think of that as the furniture for your entire apartment or potentially your first couple of months of mortgage or interest repayments. So I hope you got a lot from it. If you've got any further questions, please reach out and I might dive into a few of the other schemes in the following podcasts. Thanks.